the Messy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. Paul Cookson once said, websites promote you 24-7. No employee will do that. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Lori Lyons, the owner and creative director for Ignite Marketing and, and Website Design and the creator of Make Your Marketing Simple. She uses her 30 plus years in business to help small business owners with their marketing and digital strategies. That's right. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. And then our expert, Lori, will share her experience, expertise, and the tools she suggests to get it all cleaned up. And if you're an entrepreneur with a messy back end and you would like to submit your story or question for our experts, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode and check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. If you, yep, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our expert's advice and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit the Messy Backend. One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. And now on to our expert, Lori Lyons, for her expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Today, we have a messy back-end question slash story submitted by an anonymous uh, listener. She says, I'm creating a website. I'm scared I'm going to leave something else, something out. What things do you suggest I might need to get mine going to add to it? Like, what would help me? How can I make sure that I'm answering the questions that my potential customers are asking? Great question. And the first thing I would say to them is to relax because the good news is it's internet. It is not print. So you're not printing 10,000 copies of your website to hand out. So things can always be changed. But the biggest things that, that most websites need are, first of all, you need a header. You need to talk to what your client's problem is. Then you need a, a services section telling them, explaining those services and how you're going to help them solve their problem. 
you need an about me section that's going to give them a little bit more about how you are credible and what you do to solve their problem and what gives you the chops to solve their problem. You need a call to action so that you are telling your, your potential client what the next step is to work with you or what do you need to do to get more information from them. And then you need some type of contact form. Um, it can, you know, now even days people are, are putting bots on their site so that you can communicate directly. So there's all kinds of different ways that you can uh, contact your, your uh, potential web, your, your potential client from your website. I love that. You know, the first thing I love that you said is it's not going to be in print and you're not printing 10,000 copies. Right. Even if 10,000 people came to your website, you could still change it tomorrow. I love that. That's actually Absolutely. probably the best website advice I've ever heard. That is great advice. Yeah. Don't just put it off and put it off because you're afraid it's not going to be exactly. perfect. Just do it and change it tomorrow if you have to. Exactly. Done is better than perfect. And yep. getting it out there and getting it out to the world because you're all, and I, and, and Sheila, you could probably relate to this because I tell, and not to leave you out, Nate, but I tell people all the time that when you move and you, you move into a new kitchen, I always have to go back in and rearrange where the silverware and the pots and pans go because once you actually start using it and working with it and finding out where clients are going on your site and making use of all those wonderful analytics that are out there, because you can tell where people are coming onto your site. You can tell how long you're staying, if they're finding out the information that they need. And if you don't, you go back and you tweak because it's not permanent. That's actually, did you know, Nate, do you know about this, um, this app called Hotjar? Have you all heard about that mm. app? It's actually a plugin you put on your website. I'm pretty sure it's called Hotjar. I'll make sure in the notes it's right in the show notes. Um, but you can actually see where their mouse is going. It yes. tracks everything that happens so you can see, watch it, right? And so that tells you what's working, what's not working, what are they not ever clicking on. So that, that I thought that was the coolest thing that I've seen. Well, not only can they tell where your mouse is clicking, but they can tell where your eyes are going. There's, there's such sophisticated software out there that they can track your eyes. And there's the science of they may not necessarily go to your big hero image that you're so proud of first. They may go somewhere totally down below that you don't even know. And unless you do that scientific research, which is probably a lot more than most small businesses are going to get into. It <laughs> is. I just thought, yeah, <laughs> it is. I just thought that was really interesting that yeah. if you're really that worried that that's actually, I mean, you can really dive into it, but oh, you're yeah. right. So those are great. Uh, that's a great place to start. So Lori, that brings me kind of almost to a follow-up question. Now, this is my follow-up question, but something that I've definitely heard people ask in the past, uh, whether it be me or just other website design experts, is what, what do you recommend when it comes to like the length of your initial landing page? You know, do we want to just have way more text? Do we want images? What kind of visuals do we want? Videos, et cetera. What, like, talk to me about that. And I... I <laughs> I will tell you what my English teacher used to tell me, make it as long as it needs to be to cover the subject. <laughs> so <laughs> there is really, <laughs> there's really no magic formula. Um, and, and, you know, let's make sure that we're talking the same terminology because a website is very different from a landing page. A landing page is some, something that you drive somebody to from an outside Facebook ads are a great, are a great example that if you're running a Facebook ad, you want to drive them to a landing page where they land and find out about the product that you just you just talked to them about in their in your ad. I just tell I just tell everybody you want to make it so that the content is 
related to them and what solves their problems. Because a website today is not about you because nobody cares. And I, and I just read recently that even Stephen Covey, back when he first started his, his book about you know, the seven principles, he was saying nobody cares about you. They only care about themselves. And we forget that sometimes. That you know, we want to talk about what we do to solve a problem. We want to talk in, their, in your client's language. And I use this example a lot. Um, I work with, with chiropractors. And I didn't know for a long time what, and I can't say it, supplic supplication <laughs> supplication it's so it's i don't know chiropractors will know where if you go but it's it's actually the misalignment of your spine right and they kept wanting to put that in their content and put that on their website it's like nobody knows what that is till finally somebody explained it to me it's like oh why don't you just say my back hurts <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, i <right>. need help <laughs> i can't sleep because my back hurts <laughs> because it sounds like we're smarter if we can say these big exactly. things nobody is going to type into the search bar to find exactly because right. number one i can't spell it much less say it so you know but i can type my back hurts what do i do you know so that's that's the that's something that we have to keep in mind with a website is make sure you're talking in your client's language, and if you're if you deal with patients, you call them patients. If you deal with clients, you call them clients. If you deal with customers, you call them customers. So you call them what you call them what they are. Yeah. Right. You know that that brings up a, another little key point here when you were talking about you know people aren't going to type in subluxation or however that word is it. that <laughs> nobody can even say it. Um, but they might be typing in onto Google something like my back hurts. Uh, how important are keywords for websites? When, when we're first building a website, do you think that's something that we need to be focusing on from the get-go? Are the keywords that people are going to be searching in Google to build that SEO, you know, that search engine optimization right. from the get-go? Or do you think we just need to build the website and then worry about making those tweaks and adjustments? Or option C, a little bit of both. Option C, a little bit of both. Good job. Um, I think, yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think for most small businesses today, if you are building a website that talks to your clients, it makes sense. It has a good customer experience. You can follow it from one place to the other and you're leading me on a path so that I'm finding the information that I want. Then it almost doesn't matter what, what you're doing with Google because Google will recognize that. Google wants you to talk to talk to everybody like you're a fifth grader. So if your fifth grader can understand what you're saying, then you're good. It doesn't mean that you should ignore key keywords. I would go back. I go back in and fill them in. Actually, I look at the, the top services that my clients are doing, and then I go back in and fill the keywords in um, based on you know pretty high level keyword research. It just really depends on how much time you want to spend on it and how much you want to lose sleep at night over it. Right. Like you said, the better uh, done is better than perfect. Yes. And so like we actually need to do a whole other episode about finding your keywords. Mm -hmm. But to uh, finish up this episode, just in case somebody missed it, I just learned recently and I know about these things, but I just learned recently a very simple way to learn about keywords is to type one of your words that you believe is a keyword or your question into Google. And it auto, you know how it automatically populates all that list of questions. Those are those are your keywords, people. Exactly. Like that's the easiest way to find your keywords, and you don't yep. have to go super deep into things like that. But yep, exactly. For most small businesses, that will that will get them started and get them going. Cool. I love it. Any other questions, Nate? Because you you're coming up with some good ones that I didn't think about. <laughs> oh, I've always I've always got the great questions going on. <laughs> 
Lori, a lot of people, and you know, we're almost up with time. So let's, let's make this the last question. How many pages do you think are necessary for a website? Uh, I know we talked about different sections, but should we have those mostly all in one section or should these all be different links and, you know, directing with backlinks and all of that stuff? Well, backlinks are still important because it is still a popularity contest on Google. Um, and again, I'll go back to what I said earlier with the with the English teacher. As long as you know, make it as long as you need to, as long as it's short and concise, and it is getting your point across in very simple language. Um, the other key thing is to make sure that it's mobile friendly. Eighty six percent of of your possible clients are looking at your website on your on your phone and if you can't read it or if it's not working or if tabs aren't working then it doesn't matter how long your website is because people aren't going to look at it yeah i love that that was a really good question nick because a lot of people actually when they come to me to build a website and i ask them how many pages they think they need they'll be like i need three but then they give me 12 pages worth exactly. of content so really <laughs> yeah. if you've got those main things right where to contact you how to contact you what you're offering and some kind of call to action, hire me kind of thing, then really you're going to be golden on a website just to get started. That's a great right. place to start, right? right. So, and as long awesome. as you can expand it, then, you yeah. know, then you're golden. Yeah, like you said, you can always add to it, right? Yeah, I mean, you can build absolutely. a one-page website that's like two screens long that's got just what you need and a PayPal button. Right. <laughs> you can have yep. a business, right? You're, you're ready <laughs> much, to go. Much. Done is better than none. Yes. Well, I like that even better. Yes. I know. Yes. I know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm clever sometimes. Sometimes it, sometimes it just comes out like uncontrolled. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much, Lori, for being on the podcast today. You're welcome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You guys are talented. People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them, work with our podcast managers at the messy backend, and then check out the platform we use for everything else podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Thank you to our advertisers, podserve.fm, who can help you get your podcast hosted and published. Visit them at podserve.fm slash messy. And thank you to Thrivecart, the only shopping cart your business will ever need. Visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Last but not least, the biggest thank you to our team. We couldn't do it without you. To my co-host, Nate Tucker, and our production managers and crew. You can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team. Not only that, but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. Visit us at themessybackend.com slash team for details. Woo, well, that's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy b -b -b Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.